Slappy. It's time for Beers and Buckeyes with Patrick Murphy. Sponsored by Garage Beer. Beer flavored beer. Exclusively on our Buckeye Show podcast feed, Pat is in Ann Arbor right now. He made it there, ready to cover this game tomorrow. Could be an instant classic. Pat, what's the scene like in Ann Arbor? Cold and dark and dreary, I'm sure, right? Uh, it's cold, but it is. it was sunny out. I the blinds are closed in our hotel room here, but uh, last I looked outside, it was still pretty sunny out, so... It, I imagine we'll get cooler as the sun goes down this evening, but uh, not too terrible when we when we got out of the car here. Definitely colder than when we left Columbus, though. And, you know, typically I'm all for pride in one's town, but none of that's going to happen for this segment. So since it's beers and Buckeyes, I'm just going to say one of the only fun things to do in Ann Arbor, other than watching Ohio State beat them in a football game, would be to just drink, simply drink, because what else is there to do there? Yeah, I have been to Ann Arbor a number of times. Uh, we came up a few times when I was in college, and I have done plenty of drinking in uh, there and in the state just in general, actually. My family has a house in Michigan, uh, nowhere near Ann Arbor, that we used to come to. So, uh, yeah, there's been, there's, there's been plenty of reasons to drink up in Michigan and specifically in Ann Arbor throughout the years. Hear what he said, guys? Nowhere near Ann Arbor. That's no. the way to do it. If you have to go to Michigan, go nowhere near Ann Arbor, unless it's for this game tomorrow. So, Pat, on the eve of it, what are the feelings? What do you think uh, is going to happen in this one? Yeah, we did our predictions earlier today. I think I predicted Ohio State 21-17, to but I've been back and forth a lot. Like, throughout the season, you know, it's just kind of obviously always in the back of your mind. And, you, you know, you're watching Ohio State and you're watching Michigan – uh, it, it, that, at one point, I was pretty confident that I would pick Michigan just with how dominant they looked. And I knew they hadn't played anyone of consequence at that point, but Ohio State's offense was kind of stuck in the mud, and Michigan's defense, regardless of who the opponent was, looked so good. And Look, these last couple of weeks have been different. and you know, I don't know if it's the lack of Jim Harbaugh, if it's the lack of having the intel from the sign-stealing stuff. It's just that they've played Penn State and – Maryland and, and you know, Maryland hasn't proven to be a great team, but they certainly have some offensive capabilities. Um, but as I said, uh, after last week's game, Michigan's looked beatable. And I think that that's kind of where I ultimately landed was we, there, there is a path for Ohio state to win this game. Right. And it, it it's not like Michigan blew out Penn State on the road a couple weeks ago and then went into Maryland and had no trouble. Both those games were tight. You know, credit to Michigan for going on the road and getting a, a win against Penn State, a, a good team, and kind of asserting their dominance with the way they ran the ball. But I think you're going to need more than that in this game. And, look, it would not surprise me. Um, other than probably like a blowout we've seen these last couple of years, I don't think that's going to happen. But – other than that, I could see either team figuring out a way to win this game. I just think there's a lot uh, a lot motivating the Buckeyes right now, and I think they probably, of the two teams, are, are playing their best overall football coming into the game. Yeah, J.J. McCarthy's health has been a thing that's been talked about. He yeah. swears he's feeling fantastic for this one, but I think you and I both know, and, and I'm with you, Pat, what you said back there about you almost are – are molding your prediction for this game all season long, right? It, it all points yeah. to this one, and the ebbs and flows of the season make you wonder, ah, I don't know. I don't know if 
the Buckeyes can beat those guys with the way it's going. But I'm with you as we lead uh, to, to the night before in the last couple of weeks that have told us, which is what, what has led me to, to picking Ohio State in this one as well. But J.J. McCarthy, if he isn't 100%, his threat to run, his element of the run is a major factor because that's something that this Ohio State defense is going to have to be aware of. I almost put that up there as one of the top challenges because they're already worried about not giving up any more explosive plays, only giving up one all season. You don't want to get burned by J.J. McCarthy's legs either. That can put you off schedule or off balance. Certainly, and we've seen it with you know, mobile quarterbacks before um, and, and even earlier this season. Some guys were able to move around against Ohio State. I mean, it's, it's as Urban Meyer used to call it, like the great equalizer when you have a quarterback who can do some things with his legs yeah. as long as he can also throw, right? Uh, look, Michigan hasn't used J.J. McCarthy a ton in the run game this year, and it reminds me of, of kind of as Justin Fields' career progressed at Ohio State, and obviously his junior season was disrupted by, by COVID, but he didn't do a ton of that either as they realized, okay, we, we don't need to risk our quarterback to uh, you know, win some of these games. And, you know, looking at McCarthy's numbers, his most rushing yards this year, he did have 51 against Rutgers, but other than that, no more than 40. Um, had 10 carries against Indiana, but I think you have to kind of look at how those carries uh, were done because it's college football and they count, um, they count them strangely. But, yeah, it's not been a big thing. That does not mean it won't be a big thing in this game. Um, you know, obviously – you don't have anything else to play for. If you lose this game, your season's probably pretty much over. Maybe an Orange Bowl uh, a game, but the the path to the college football playoff is not as, simp- as simple as last year for the loser. So you're going to need to run J.J. McCarthy if he can do it, I think, in this game and, and you know try and keep Ohio State off balance and, and vice versa for Ohio State when they bring pressure, um, when you know they rush the passer, they've got to be aware of that fact and try and keep him in the pocket as much as possible. And if he does get out, you've got to get to him and make sure it's not – anything big you know if he picks up three or four yards a few times then you're not too worried about it but if he's able to get out a handful of times pick up first downs or or take off on a big run that's when things can start to turn so it'll be an interesting chess match of how much Michigan does it and then what Ohio State is is ready for and how they adjust to what Michigan does with him as well it is the game edition of Beers and Buckeyes on the Buckeye Show's podcast feed. And our guy is already up there, ready to cover this game at the big house tomorrow. And he'll be drinking all night because there's nothing else going on in Ann Arbor. There's a Buckeye basketball game he'll take in against Bama, and then it's ready for this one. A classic battle. Now, with that being said about Ohio State's defense, trying to keep tabs on J.J. McCarthy, whether he's going to run it or, or going to throw it. Are you now, because the defense has shown this. And I was just listening to Jim Knowles give some thoughts about this in his weekly press conference. And you want it for him because it's been an 11 game constant turnaround, but all the goodwill of what you've done, having a top three ranked defense all year is not going to amount to much. If it all fizzles out in this game, you look at the other side of the ball too. And Kyle McCord's consistency has picked up a little bit more here on the back half of the season. And you get Travion Henderson and Emeka Ibuka back in the lineup, and that helps. Which side of the ball, though, Pat, are you more comfortable with for the Buckeyes? The defense. Um, I, I, you know, Easy I answer, huh? Yeah, I mean, I think just with the way they've played this year, especially in big games, and it'd be one thing, like that's the thing I'm not sure about with Michigan because they haven't faced much in the way of offense, right? So, like, I believe that their defense is good. You look at them, you can see – there's talented players there and they have a good scheme, 
but is it elite? And I look at Ohio State's defense. Okay, you now maybe Notre Dame isn't the best offense in the country, Penn State too, but you still handled your business uh, very effectively in both of those games. Hostile environment. Uh, Wisconsin, similarly, I know they didn't have their starting quarterback. Their running back went out. I mean, we can point to all sorts of things. But I think I trust this this defense more based on what we've seen. Um, but I do think you make a good point about the offense getting these guys back. And, you know, Travion Henderson's numbers since returning have been remarkable. Um, I think he could be huge in this game. Remember, his freshman year, he was pretty dinged up towards the end of the season in this game, and he didn't play in it a year ago. So uh, he could be huge. Um, you know, it'll be interesting to see how Michigan decides to defend in the secondary. Do you put all the attention on Marvin Harrison Jr.? and you know, risk a guy like Mecca Buka or Cade Stover, both back from injury and looking better these last couple weeks. Right. Uh, you know, do you risk those guys? Yeah. You know, that's it's kind of what they've been saying all year. When everyone's healthy, you got to pick your poison, right? And so I think that the, you know, I have confidence that the offense will be able to move the ball. But if you're asking which side of the ball, I have more confidence in. I think we've just seen it more consistently from this defense. Kind of still comes down to the performance of the offensive line, right? I mean, like yeah. like any game, oh, sure. I, I feel good about the Buckeye defensive line. And, and Pat, I don't know who your X-Factor guys are, but I keep coming back to Tyleek Williams. This could be a legacy game for mm-hmm. him. I mean, as big as he's been, as dominant as he's been, if he can just sort of open up the iris and just turn the knobs all the way up into the red for this one, it could be an impactful game for what he can do in the interior of the, of the trench warfare. And then I look at Ohio state side and can Carson Hinsman be ready for that? Is Josh Simmons at left tackle going to be ready for that? Those are the guys they need to step up to allow everything we talked about on this OSU offense to reach its full potential. Absolutely. I mean, we've talked all year about this offensive line and, you know, I said before the season, and I think you agreed that it was the biggest concern, right? And, and here we are. It's gotten better, no doubt about yeah. it. Um, you know, I think Donovan Jackson has started to play the, the level that we expected him to. Matthew Jones continues to be steady. Uh, but you're right, Carson Hinsman in that middle, I think just size-wise, you know, he's a, a redshirt freshman. He's only been in the program for two years. He, he's not – I don't think he's reached, you know, kind of his peak weight where you would ideally like him to be <laughs> for a center that's having to go up against these big Michigan interior defensive linemen. Uh, but he's going to have to do it, right? You can't just can't just gain a bunch of weight this this week and and hope that it works. That's something you're going to work on in the off season with him. Um, you know, so he's going to be he's going to be huge in this game on the road. You know, certainly, you're glad he's experienced something like Notre Dame, something like Wisconsin already this year. Um, and then you mentioned Tyler Williams. I think that's really interesting because he's knocked down a bunch of balls. Could he catch one? You know, and and make mm-hmm. one of those big plays. Unreal. That, you don't see coming or is he get a, does he get a lot of attention this game and a Mike Hall who will be coming back from injury or a Ty Hamilton maybe it's a you know a game from one of those other guys that you don't quite expect uh, to do it because the attention is on a guy like Tyreek which still means he will have his impact felt even if it doesn't show up statistically the battle in the trenches is always big in this game but i think it's exceptionally so this year which is kind of you know, the, the strengths of Michigan's defensive line sort of fit in where Ohio State still has some question marks. And I think vice versa, Ohio State's defensive ends playing really well these last couple weeks. Uh, there's some questions about Michigan's tackles and, and the health of those players. So could, could that be an area where Ohio State can exploit some things? I think there's a lot of these where you can kind of point to, okay, this team has an advantage here, this team has an advantage here. 
and then you kind of try and check boxes and figure out who ultimately comes out on top. It's why any way you slice this and however long we talk about it, it all turns out to look like a great game. You know, sign stealing or no, it turns out to look like a great game tomorrow. I leave us with this. I mentioned Jim Knowles. This was one of my favorite clips when we talk about a player that I always knew was going to be badly needed to win this kind of game. I wouldn't feel comfortable at all for the Buckeyes to win this one or that defense if this guy wasn't going to be there. And Jim was talking about what Tommy Eichenberg will bring to the table for him. Everything. Everything. Tommy will bring every single ounce of his uh, person to this game. And he will fight to defend our honor. That's just the kind of guy that he is. He's the kind of guy we all want on that wall. You need him on that wall. It's funny that Jim Harbaugh was talking about a few good men and wanting to pound away at a jury like Tom Cruise. He didn't really understand what his role in the courtroom was going to be if that happened. He was going to be the one that was on the chopping block there. But I that clip didn't get you going about what Tommy's going to do. Defending the honor of the state of Ohio, I, I can't wait. I'm, I mean, I'm nervous as hell, Pat, but the game is going to be here Saturday at noon. Yep, it's fun. Looking forward to it. Look, I think Tommy, Ohio kid, um, and he just gets this, right? Uh, you know, he, he, a man of few words, but a man who obviously has a lot of emotion for this program. I know it killed him not to play these last couple weeks, but if that is the difference and he's able to play at, at you know, the highest of levels because he took two weeks off. I think it's probably a smart decision for the Buckeyes. And he certainly does not want to walk out of here without beating Michigan and being a contributing factor on a team that does that. And He's got that opportunity along with these rest of these guys on Saturday. Patrick Murphy, our good buddy uh, with us all football season long for beers and Buckeyes from Buck Nuts. When you're walking around tonight, make sure if, if you hit any of those alleys, keep your valuables close to your person. All right. You don't want things to go wrong. Or or, at the very least, stay close to Steve Hellwagon because he'll kick somebody's ass if necessary. You're assuming either of us have any valuables just in general. So that's nice of you. I I mean, we don't have much, right? (laughs) Radio guys and writers. Yeah, this is it. We We have you. We have the fine people. That's all. That's it. That's it. Me and Steve. All right, Patrick. Have a good one, buddy. All right, thanks, Tim.